Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome to Halloween 2023 with Real Ghost Stories Online. It's our annual Real Ghost Stories from Real People. Really pretty much the same thing we do every single day on the show, but we call it that because that's what the original episode was called years and years and years ago. So today, are all shadow people the same or are there three levels? Is there an explanation for the shadow person? Had he just always been in the house or could there be another explanation? That's our second story. And after that, night after night, it was like someone was watching him work. Then he saw a picture of him. He used to work in the school. An extended version of Real Ghost Stories Online for Halloween 2023. Welcome to Real Ghost Stories Online. Call in your Real Ghost Story now at 855-853-4802 or write in at realghoststoriesonline.com You are about to enter the world of the unknown and quite possibly the undead. This is Real Ghost Stories Online. That indeed it is. 855-853-4802 to share your real ghost stories with us. If you're just joining us on this Halloween looking for something spooky, we should let you know. You can listen to our show year-round. We put out episodes every day, all year. So if you like that, check it out. We have the world's largest audio archive of ghost stories. We are one of the longest-running paranormal podcasts in existence, and uh, we have an archive that I challenge you to try and get through all of it uh, in a couple years. <laughs> within a couple years because there's a lot of stuff there. You can get access to all of the bonus stuff, all the advanced episodes, everything ad-free when you become a premium subscriber to us on Apple Podcasts or through patreon.com slash real ghost stories or directly through our website at ghostpodcast.com. Tony and Carol Hughes with you here on this edition of the program. How are you this fine day? Hey, friend. I'm good. I uh, I always like the Halloween episode. I I don't know why. It's just I mean it's the same type of stories we normally hear, but it's the one that airs on Halloween. And uh, going back into the the days before uh, 
this podcast even existed, uh, I would always do real ghost stories from real people on FM radio uh, mm -hmm. at every station I worked at. And I did it when I worked with you in radio in Wichita. Uh, I did it in Michigan. I did it in Wisconsin. I did it in other places I never really lived, but was on the radio there. Uh, I think Tucson. <laughs> anyway, it's something that we've uh, continued on. Uh, and obviously this has become the main you know, format of of all of that, not on radio anymore, but it's always been fun. It's always been my favorite show to do uh, every single year. And we used to localize it where it was real ghost stories from real people in insert city here. Obviously we're worldwide. So we'd love to hear your ghost stories wherever they are. Uh, ready to jump into uh, our first one? Yes, let's do all it. All right, let's do it. Here we go. Hi, my name is uh, Sean. Um, I'm from Massachusetts. I just wanted to stare, uh, share um, a story with you. Um, I worked at a company in Massachusetts uh, full-time during the day uh, doing medical devices. And then I would uh, leave. I would work from 7 in the morning until 3.30 at night. And then I would leave and I would go to a school um, where I worked part-time for like four or five hours there uh, thereafter. So I'd 7 to 3.30 and then from uh, 4 to 8.30. So I would go into the school and I would work 4 to 8.30. So my job was to... Um, to basically uh, uh, vacuum and um, get rid of the trash in these classrooms. And then I would uh, walk on over to the main school, and then I would, uh, I would vacuum these, um, the second and third hallways of this particular school. Uh, the school was an open-concept classroom school, which was uh, meaning there was no walls separating the classrooms. It was one of the first of its kind, open-concept classroom school. So... I'd go to the second floor, I'd put my backpack on, and I'd start vacuuming. Well, after about, I don't know, I think it was like my second night there, I, I'm vacuuming in the hallway. The hallway's probably about, I don't know, um, 10 feet wide, and it probably goes down to it's probably about, uh, I don't know, probably um, 30 yards, and it's a shape of a rectangle. The whole floor is a shape of a rectangle. So what I would do is I'd go all the way around, down, up, back down, and I'd finish. So, so what, my second night, I, uh, I started to notice... Uh, something different, something very uncomfortable. The hairs would stick up on the back of my neck, on my arms, and I felt very warm, and I felt very, uh, something um, Something was very, very uncomfortable. And I said, Joe, what the heck is this? You know, it's, it's got to be my imagination. So um, so I would continue to, um, to, to, to vacuum down these hallways, and I would go by each classroom as I go down the hallway, and the lights would be off, but you could, you know, you could basically make out different things in the, in the classroom as you're walking by there as you're vacuuming. Well, all of a sudden, one night, I'm vacuuming. Out of the corner of my eye, I see a, an old man. That's all I can say. is an old man with a, a gray hair, white T-shirt, and like tan khakis stand there at the side of the classroom to my right. And I, every time I turn around, he'd be gone. I said, geez, what the hell was that? So it was, it was, I figured it was nothing. So I kept on vacuuming, kept on vacuuming. I could make my way down. And probably about another 10 feet down, all of a sudden, I see him at the corner of my eye again. He's standing right there, looking right at me. I'm saying, what the? So I, I so I turn around and he'd be gone. This would happen about two or three, about two or three uh, times a night, and I felt, like I said, very jittery, very uncomfortable. And um, I do my job. I this is the kind of town where you don't really. It's kind of like an upper crust town too, so you don't really. I didn't want to say anything to um, you know ruffle any feathers. I'm from a city, and uh, I didn't want to. Like I said, I, this is out of, out of my city, and I wanted to. I wanted to make a good reputation of myself, and um, you know, and, and you know, stable, and you know, 
practical around these people and the teachers especially and stuff like that. I didn't want to, I didn't want to lose my job for saying something crazy. After this going on for about, oh, geez, after about a month, I started to get really sick of it because it was very, very uncomfortable. Very, very uncomfortable. It was basically happened almost, um, I'd say, uh, four, four or five times a week, uh, four or five nights a week uh, when I was working there. So what I started doing is I started to, I said, well, geez, the guy who trained me, I noticed that he, he, he always has a radio, like a Walkman on with the headphones. I was, you know what, I'm going to start listening to music. So I, I was, uh, that will take my the mind off anything, especially if it's my imagination. That worked for probably about, uh, oh, maybe uh, a couple of nights. After a couple of nights, I started seeing the same guy walking down the hallway, and there would be different spots down the, along the hallway as I'm vacuuming. And, uh, and uh, if I said, this is ridiculous. Um, so I basically said, the hell with the, the music, and I, I put the music down. I go down to the office one day, um, the, 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 the boss, the guy who hired me, his father used to work there. Well, I get down to the office where I'm, I'm talking to him, and also I turn around, I see a picture on the wall. On the picture on the wall is a guy, gray hair, white t-shirt, and tan khakis. He used to work there. He used to do my job. I almost freaking fell over. I didn't say, I didn't say anything to him. But I said, I'll be a son of a gun. I was, that's the same person that I see standing on the freaking side of the, the hallway as I'm, I'm vacuuming every night. So I said, this, this is crazy, right? So then another teacher and another guy, who, the other guy trained me, had told me that the uh, architect who designed this building hang, hung himself. I don't know if that had anything to do with what I was seeing or, or what, but it was, uh, it was, it was pretty creepy. This continued on, and it's like, a, I don't know. I just, I don't know how I get through it, but I was basically w working towards a better job through this town. And uh, so finally what happened was um, <clears throat> it was supposed to be like a temporary job, maybe six months or so. After about, uh, well, maybe about four months, three or four months go by, and the guy who trained me basically, uh, he says, I'll show you, uh, I want you to come down and I want you, I want to show the boiler room just in case you have to reset the boiler. I right, sure. So we walked down there, walk outside, walk into a little building, and we sat down, we're smoking a cigarette, and he says, um, I get a question to ask you. And I said, what's that? And like I said, I had never said anything to nobody about this, you know, because I didn't want to lose my job. So he says, uh, have you ever seen anything up there, uh, felt anything uh, kind of creepy up there where you're, when you're vacuuming? And I says, uh, I was, yeah. I was, I didn't want to say anything because I didn't want to lose my job. He goes, <laughs> he laughs. He says, um, put it this way, we're aware of it. Me and the, the boss, the guy who hired me, um, we're, we're both we're aware of it. He goes, uh, put it this way, I've been up here too. I've been vacuuming. So he goes, nothing's jumped on my back, and nothing's ever I've never been pushed or anything like that. And sometimes, you know, I, I, you see things that are like calling you right. He goes, yeah, and I see a guy stand there, and he goes, and he just laughs. He goes, he goes, yeah. He goes, I just want to let you know we're aware of it. Um, it's been going on for a while now. It, it is. Uh, I will admit, it's a it's a, it's a pretty creepy, uh, creepy feeling. I was, yeah, it is. As I, I said, I, I, I did not want to lose my job. I didn't want to say anything to anybody. One day I was speaking to a teacher who works there, and she had said that uh, uh, someone had walked by her door. She saw a woman walk by her door, and as she went out to scream out, yell out to the woman, she goes, hey, can I, can I talk to you for a second? She thought it was the woman who runs the classroom next to hers. And as she walked out to grab her, she was nowhere in sight. Nowhere in sight. Nowhere in the hallway. Uh, she ran to the stairwell to grab her, and uh, there's nobody in the stairwell. It was pretty creepy. Um, I'm not going to say the name of it, but the, now that school has been rebuilt, and I don't know if that's the reason why, but the school has been rebuilt. Yeah, uh, as soon as I get the I get the the, the word that uh, I was uh, I basically <clears throat> finished my my job there, and I was able basically uh, able to you know step onto the, the the new job. 
I was pretty relieved, to say the least, very relieved, to say the least, because like I said, that was a very, very uncomfortable way to make money at nighttime, and um, it, was, it was creepy. Um, okay, well, that's my story. Um, I hope you enjoy it, and uh, have a great day, and um, uh, take care. Bye-bye. Thank you for sharing that story. Schools have always been a creepy place for me, whether they're active or not. What are, what are your right? thoughts? Yeah. I was thinking the same thing listening to that, about how many different school haunting stories we've had over the years. Mm-hmm. You know, because the other night I was dropping one of my friends off and there's a, a middle school not too far from her house. And at night, I'm like, it looked haunted AF. I'm like, I couldn't walk in there at night for anything. Yeah. And these kids are going in there every day. But yeah, I, I, you know, yeah. And I get where the guy's coming from, too, because he's like using it. sounds like he's using this job as kind of a stepping stone and trying to get in so he can get a better job. So mm-hmm. he doesn't ruffle any feathers like, hey, by the way, this place is haunted. So he's just doing his job. And he, at the end, he said something like it was a difficult place to make some money or something like that. Yeah. I don't remember what he said, I'm like, understatement. Yeah, without a doubt. Because it does sound like whoever that was, at, he saw the guy's picture. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like he was being supervised by somebody as he was doing his job, which would drive you crazy anyway if somebody's micromanaging you like that. Yeah. But let alone when it's a ghost. Yeah. <laughs> it's just double weird. It adds to a whole new level of it in that, that sort of a situation. <laughs> The, uh, I mean, I go into schools where I have four kids, so I go into schools regularly, especially with sporting events. And, you know, when, when uh, they're not as creepy when there's a lot of people, I, I, I'll say that, but, but, but when you're, you're in, there's an eeriness when you're like in the gymnasium or something, watching whatever sport it is. And then you walk out and sometimes the restrooms are down the hall or something down the row of lockers. And it's usually pretty vacant over there. Those are the areas that are are very creepy to me and kind of eerie. Um, I, I, I still, and I know I've said the story on the show before, but one of the creepiest places that I've ever been into in terms of a school was uh, there was a school in Park City, Kansas, uh, which if you're playing along at home with horror stories, that's where BTK, Dennis Rader, uh, lived. <laughs> uh, and it happened to be the elementary school that Dennis Rader attended. Uh, as they were tearing it down. You probably remember where it is, correct? Uh, just, I remember. I think you went in and took some pictures. I video. While they were tearing it down, literally. It cool stuff. It was really neat. I uh, I even took a door number with me because I thought I'm going to take something from here. Uh, but they were, I, I got a permission to go in. The construction crew was literally tearing it down on one side as the other just lie there waiting for its moment in time to be destroyed. And it was, I got a hard hat and I went in and it was just weird because you can look down the hall and you can see way at the other end, things are collapsing down, <laughs> you know, the row of lockers and all of that. And then you go into some of the classrooms and they there's desks in there still, almost like, you know, someone's going to start a day of class. Um, aside from the profanities on the chalkboard, that one would think maybe the teacher wouldn't be writing you know, let's suck dicks in hell. Um, <laughs> that's probably not something that you're going to see on the average uh, elementary chalkboard. But, you know, uh, it, it was weird. It was very weird. Went into the cafeteria, went into the gym. And there was like the remember the balance beams that we had when we were kids. Oh, yeah. And but they were carpeted <laughs> and like had the carpet wrapped around them. And there was those were sitting there. It was just very eerie. And I took a ton of pictures. The next day it was gone. 
but it was it was an experience. I didn't have anything paranormal happen to me, but it was it was creepy uh, without a doubt. I think it's so interesting too because it doesn't seem like schools should be haunted, but you know, and, and I don't know. I don't know that I've heard a. T- I think I've heard more stories of like this. It's yeah. an old person, or she, the teacher, saw a woman walk by the door. It's not so much little kids. I have heard little kids stories too, of mm-hmm. course. But I just wonder if it's where they they took pride in their work. They felt a part of that. Well, yeah. Community. I mean, I, I think it, it, there's a lot of energy there. I think sometimes school is the only respite some children have if they're coming out of an abusive home. And so True. that can be a place of, I mean, it can be a place of happiness or hell. Um, I, I, have, I was lucky. I had a very good home. I didn't have any abuse in it growing up. Um, but I hated school. So for me, my energy was like, I really hate being here, but I could see that very much being a place of peace and comfort and happiness, uh, where they're otherwise not getting it. It's to each their own, but either way, lots of energy expelled in those walls, uh, for so many years. Uh, to me, it's not surprising that schools are, I think some of the most haunted places out there. Uh, and I think it was also has to do with, there was an episode of unsolved mysteries when I was a child, I'd watch, uh, in which they were tearing down a school and that had all these problems that the school seemed to not want to be torn down. Like bricks would like blow out of walls. Uh, it injured some construction workers. I believe they had to like leave the job site and hire a different crew. Um, it was a building that simply did not want to be torn down and they would hear like children's voices. I it's, it's been 30 oh years since I've seen the episode, but it was on the original Robert Stack unsolved mystery episodes. Uh, back in the 80s. I'm sure you could probably Google and find it. But that it was an early impression on me of spookiness. So I've always had the, ooh, schools must be haunted in the back of my mind. Let's hear another ghost story. 855-853-4802 as we continue on with this extended version of Real Ghost Stories Online for Halloween 2023. Real Ghost Stories from Real People. Hi, let's hear yours. This is Nick again from the horrible state of arizona no i like it uh so i'm calling you guys again uh i just got to speaking with a coworker of mine and uh we just you know spent the last like hour pretty much talking about the paranormal and um he said he was a, a wiccan i don't know if i'm saying that right i'm not sure um i don't know really what that is i've heard the term before i don't know if that's like a religion or a following or or what have you but uh, i know there are people out there that claim to be that so he was giving me, uh, his, you know, his perspective of, you know, the afterlife and uh, paranormal stuff like spirits and, and shadow people, you know. And I told him some of my experiences and he, you know, he laid out what those meant to him personally, what he's dealt with. And it's some pretty interesting stuff. Uh, he said some of the things are shadow people or entities that I've encountered are of, of the higher level uh, uh, of entities, and he said there's like three levels that he's dealt with, one, two, and three, and three being you know the highest. Um, and he said some of the ones that I've met were of number three, which is kind of terrifying because I've laid out stories to him, and you know he's he told me. <laughs> All right, so example, uh, I called in before about um, my son, me and kind of in this, in this room and I'm holding him. My, my son is only uh, nine months old right now. And, uh, 
so it's impossible for him to talk in you know, perfect English, you know, he's still doing the baby stuff. So he, he just looks at me and talks to me and he's like, uh, dad, can I be Jaden now? And Jaden is his name. And I'm like, sure, baby, you can be Jaden. Yeah. And, and that was it of that. And he, you know, he told me that there, there's these shapeshifters out there, uh, but that was really cool. I'm still like on that. I'm still like excited from the conversations and, and I, I just had to call because of that reason. But, uh, a reason I guess the meat and potatoes of this call was um, I deliver the papers. So I deliver the papers every day, no weekends, no breaks, no anything every day. And this could be like due to me being tired lately. Uh, I am a full-time student. Uh, I am a full-time parent now <laughs> and uh, other different responsibilities that I'm not too used to. I'm, I'm still getting used to it, but um, uh, I was driving down and for like the last week, it's just been happening this week. In this particular point of my route, it's kind of like a newer subdivision. So there's houses, some are built, and then there's spaces where houses should be, but there's none. Like, I guess they never got around to building the, the rest of them. But uh, nevertheless, uh, I have to go down the street, and it kind of branches off to a T. The right side leads to, like, two or three houses, and then it cuts off. Like, they were going to build more road, but they didn't get to it. So it's just, it's literally cut off and there's just desert out there. And then the left goes down a little bit more. I guess it goes to the other sections. I don't go down there. So I head to the right and there's a total of like two or three street lights there to illuminate the area. Um, well, like I said before in previous calls, I have the slider effect. I think that's what it's called. Uh, I have those occurrences all the time. Lights flicker, cut on, cut off. Just every, it's, it happens all the time to me. <laughs> so uh, I get down one day, the first day, I notice one of the lights are off. And I'm like, okay, usually that light's off, no worries. Next day, uh, that light was on, but the other light was off. And I'm like, okay, interesting. Third day, I get there, both lights are off. And I'm like, okay, that that's weird. That, that doesn't happen. <laughs> and then the, the next day after that, I kid you not, I'm driving down there and, you know, I'm making sure that I'm not hitting any animals, no stray dogs are running across the road or anything. And uh, I make the right, throw my paper to the house and proceed to make my U-turn. Because remember, I said the, the road cuts off. There's nothing after that. So I have to make a U-turn to get back and then circle back around and then continue my route. So uh, when I turn around, I'm halfway doing the three-point turn, and I look over, and there's, like, cars usually parked on the side of the street. I don't know why people do that. They have driveways and put the cars there. Anyway, <laughs> um, uh, behind the cars, I see something kind of dark, dark from where the houses were towards the, you know, to the road that I have to get back on or the street that I have to get back on. And I saw it barely. It was kind of like a haphazardly glance, and uh, I looked at it, and it, it looked to me like something on fours, like all fours running. But it didn't look like a dog. It didn't look like a jackrabbit. It didn't look like anything. It just looked like a person, like literally on all fours, just kind of galloping <laughs> to the fields. And so I'm like, did I just see that? <laughs> and so I turn my brights on, and I kind of turn the car so I can skim over, you know, as much as I could. And I didn't see anything. I didn't see any dogs. I didn't, uh, it just kind of vanished. So I thought that was weird. 
but that's all my experiences for now. Hopefully I can call in later with more experiences. I uh, would love to hear what you guys think. Uh, still enjoy the show. Still got to become an EPP. Uh, I'm going to get on that. Anyway, thank you guys for putting one of my other calls on. That was great. I couldn't listen to it, though, because I hate the sound of my voice. So I'm going to skip. If this one gets put on, I'm going to skip past it and just hear what you guys say. <laughs> thank you very much, guys. Have a good one. Thank you for sharing uh, that with us. What's, uh, what's your thoughts on, on all of that? It always makes me laugh when people say, I don't like the sound of my voice, like he just said. And his voice is perfectly fine. There's he was good. Yeah. wrong with his voice. But there were several things in that one. Like the first thing, it made me kind of think with the three levels of shadow people, I've never even thought about that. That there could be different levels, like this one's super mm -hmm. malevolent or something. And this one's just kind of on his way, like, so it gives me something to think about. Do they graduate from one level to the next? Do you start at level three? Do you Can you skip a level? I don't know how that works. I think that's interesting. And the other thing that I thought was really, I don't know if I heard it right, but he said something about he had a nine-month-old baby. And did the baby just start talking to him in a full sentence? I didn't quite grasp that part. Sounded like, and I was a little confused by that because... I would have been like, oh, my God, my child is possessed. And then he just kind of was like, and that was that. So I don't know <laughs> if that happened or not. I was a little confused by that. And then the last thing, you know, seeing something kind of dart out, he felt like it was a human thing. But, you know, sometimes you can see an animal like, like you, you're not used to seeing like a coyote in mm -hmm. town or something. And they kind of move differently than a regular dog. Yeah. So it's like, what the hell was that? Like one day I saw a fox when we were out walking at night. And I was like, is it a cat? Is it a dog? I don't know what this is. And then when I mm -hmm. got closer, I realized what it was. But I could just, it just moved differently. Yeah. But I'm used to. So I'm wondering if there was some kind of animal. I'm not kind of sure what animals they might have and his area, but, you know, maybe a bear, maybe a coyote, mm -hmm. maybe it was a malevolent being on four that was walking on all fours. I don't know. I'm going to go with malevolent being walking on all fours, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. And you win. I get to ding, the ding, showcase ding, showdown. Ding. That's excellent. I've been wanting to be. Yes, you're, you're moving on to the showcase showdown now. Awesome. Awesome. I've been excited about that. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, it sounds very bizarre and it sounds, you know, he was obviously very confused about what he saw and what he experienced in that moment. And rightfully so. Uh, that would be, you know, that would be horrifying, I think, to uh, to experience that at that moment in time the way that he did uh, and yeah. never really know, you know, uh, is it better to have the answers of what that was or is it better to just be like, I don't know. <laughs> We'll see what happens. See what this is. Yeah, because like the other day, Kathy and I were talking. There was an episode and it was um, what would be worse, like if you're camping, that a bear comes or a some kind of ghost or we don't know what it is. I'm like, I don't know what one's worse. I just don't know. A bear would scare the shit out of me, but so would like a ghost mm -hmm. in the middle of the woods. 
You know, I don't know. And I think sometimes when you're up at, late at night or early, early, early in the morning, like when you're delivering papers, because mm-hmm. you have to get up and at them like really early. Yeah. You can see some weird shit. You can. I don't know. Like your neighbors exercising outside naked. You had no idea. That's always <laughs> weird when that happens. And yes. you're like, I don't want to impose... But at the same point, you're like, this is a train wreck. I can't stop staring. And then you go, oh, you should really get that mole checked out. And they appreciate Mom, that. cover that thing up. Yeah. But at the same point, you got to be like, I wasn't really looking, but you should get that checked out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Just a good just a good idea. Uh, being neighborly is what that's called. Uh, 855-853-4802 is our phone number here at Real Ghost Stories online on our extended Halloween edition uh, of the program. Let's go to another caller at 855-853-4802. Hi. Hi. Uh, this is a bit of a weird story. Um, yeah. I uh, recently moved down to uh, southern Canada. Not going to say where, but it is a very historic area. area. And um, I we found this house and... Uh, First of all, uh, there's a house, well, not a house, there's a, a cement foundation in my backyard that uh, was the foundation of a house right here that burned down. And um, my family, we've been pretty, we've been pretty light sleepers, but I'm a super deep sleeper. Like, once I'm out, I'm out, right? So, um uh, ever since we moved in here, my uh, I, my bedroom just kind of felt off, right? And uh, for like the first two months, nothing really happened. But on the second month, just at the cusp of the end of it, I had my first instance of like, whoa, what is weird? This is weird. And uh, I had weird, I had a sleep paralysis, which was possibly the scariest thing that's happened today because I didn't recognize it as sleep paralysis. And uh, I just saw this man in the corner of my room standing there and observing me. And um, I heard my fridge door opening and slamming shut repeatedly um, and stuff like that. And then I snapped out of it. I was like, oh, that's weird. And I could not go to sleep for the rest of that night. And, you know, I kept on going on, but recently my doors have been opening and shutting by themselves. I just came downstairs because upstairs is where my room is, and uh, all my stuff started shaking violently. It does this, like, almost every day, and it only ever happens when my bedroom door was closed. Uh, So I did where I was holding my camera. I'd open the door. The stuff would stop shaking. But as I'd close the door, the stuff would start shaking again and like stuff would be knocked over. And um, I was like, okay, that's weird. And uh, now it's been every night constantly where I get sleep paralysis and stuff like that. I've never had any paranormal instances uh, before in my life. And this is, I'm not going to say guaranteed paranormal, but it's a little weird. And, uh, I see these people in my house. I'd go downstairs. My fridge door would be open. Uh, There's this one instance that I'd really like to share where 
I was in my room. It was late at night. I, I'm an, I'm a weird sleeper. I go to sleep at like six. I wake up at four thirty in the morning. I just like doing that. But lately, my sleep schedule has been off. I've been really in a funk. I kept on being. I, I was like up until eleven, which is weird because usually I can't stay up past eight. I kept on hearing this this tapping noise coming from my window. I have this massive window in my room, right? And there's a Canadian flag over the window. I just always been weird about that window. I always feel like something's watching me through the window, especially because it leads to just butt frick nowhere, like straight out into forest. So it's just a little creepy. And uh, I kept on hearing this tapping noise. And I had this overwhelming feeling of, oh, man, if I look out right now, I'm going to see something there. There's going to be a person, probably that same guy that I keep on seeing every day. I didn't come out of my blankets. I had a pillow fort going in my my bed. I just huddled up there. I was watching videos and stuff on my phone. And, oh, man, it was just creepy. This kind of a more of a darker turn, but four or actually five years come this June ago, my uh, father passed away in a tragic accident and um, I was there and I, because of that I developed PTSD and I've had night terrors I've been screaming in my sleep and walking around and yeah, it's just been wacky and I know that that person is not my dad because my dad was rather of short and stocky stature. He was built like a brick shit house, but you know, was short. He was five nine ish. And this shadow figure, uh my my roof is about seven foot tall and he almost has to crick his neck to stand straight up. So that's just weird. And uh it's just got this weird presence to it. It's it's never done anything threatening to me, but it just feels threatening because it screams and stomps around at night. And it has this tapping noise that it won't stop doing. It shakes my stuff. It flings my stuff. And it's like only ever in my room and downstairs because like I'd see him when I'm dozing off. When I'm dozing off, I'll finally open my eyes and I'll see him in the corner of my eye and jolt back up. It's, it's creepy. So I'd like to hear your guys's. I know the story was a bit all over the place because I'm not not good at speaking and time constraints and stuff like that. I started a lot, but whatever. And, uh, yeah, I'd like to hear your guys' take on the story and see what it possibly could be. It's just a shadow figure, man. I named him Carrots, by the way, so his name's Carrots. And uh, I'd like to hear your guys' thoughts on what this could be. And uh, love the podcast. Bye. You have to be very careful what you name the entities haunting your home. Should Did you, you say carrots? Carrots. So should you <laughs> name it something that they are offended by, you do not want to entice them to steal your soul. And if you name them something adorable like carrots, does it make them friendlier? Because that's a really good idea. At least it would make them friendlier in your mind, right? It brings out... The darkness within. And if you ever call me carrots again, I will eat the eyeballs of all of your pets. 
and let them continue to live and suffer in the darkness that I consume. Name me something better than carrots. See, that wasn't even me. That was just the demon coming through on the show and... You know, we just provided a portal right there. Damn. So, is there anything else? What, what kind of names do you like? I like prefer if I names had... oh. that are more reminiscent of non-vegetable foods. I hate vegetables. <laughs> they're just icky. I don't like, you know, they're kind of like gross. They have weird flavors. And, you know, I like, uh, you know, like flaming Hot Cheetos. Like if you named me Cheeto, I'd, I'd be cool with that. But... Fucking carrots? I mean, what's wrong with you? Jesus Christ. No offense, Jesus, and I'm the devil. My God. Well, there you go. There you go. I uh, likes junk food names. It's not good for you, so I, I assume, you know, Satan would make more of a choice to be named something not healthy. That makes a little bit of sense, doesn't it? Is, is carrots going to join us again? <laughs> I am not carrots. Oh, yeah, excuse me. Watch your oh, back, Carol. <laughs> I'm already watching it. Wow, that's creepy. That's creepy. Just call me Cheetos. Okay, there we go. Yeah. Just call him Cheetos. Okay, Cheetos. Cheetos. Okay, okay, Cheetos. Um, so there you go. I think it's all it is. He doesn't like the name Carrots. That's the answer to that whole. That's all the problem is. Change the name. That's it. Yeah, duh. Just change my name. I'm gonna leave you alone. I won't eat your pets. I'll look for the neighbors or something. Well, there you go. That's all you got to do. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's how we'll wrap it's up. It's amazing. Once, you know, this is saying a lot because mm-hmm. I think that what you did with Cheetos, formerly known as Carrots. Don't fucking call me that. No, I okay. said formerly known as. Yeah, the Prince um, did too. But it's like, it just shows how you can communicate with spirits and sometimes calling them what they want to be called goes a long way. It does. It really does. Yeah. Really the does. more you know, the more you fucking know. Don't you remember that one back in the day on NBC? It would be like the cast of friends and like, hey, if you have a demon in your house, maybe ask it what its name is. It won't eat your pets then. Boo doo doo doo. Yeah, that's all it was. Nobody listened. Nobody wanted to take advice from Ross and Rachel on demons. And then all this shit goes down. God, so frustrating. So frustrating. Well, now we know more about uh, Cheetos. So thank you for that. Uh, That's going to wrap up uh, this edition of Real Ghost Stories Online. Happy Halloween, everyone. I hope you all have a safe and enjoyable one uh, with no razor blades and candy. Uh, and all the other stuff that uh, goes along with the the scariness of it. Just enjoy some Cheetos (laughs) as I steal your health and take you to hell. That's that's not appropriate. Uh, But hey, if you like the show, check us out, ghostpodcast.com, patreon.com slash real ghost stories, or on Apple Podcasts. For Carol, I'm Tony. Happy Halloween from all of us at Real Ghost Stories Online.